Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Staggering hurricane aftermath. Just didn't think the wind and the strength of it would be that bad. GOP convention. I profoundly accept this nomination for president of the United States. Social activism on the diamond. Players are walking off the field saluting each other. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Louisiana's governor calls it the most powerful storm to ever hit his state. Hurricane Laura is blamed for at least six deaths and catastrophic damage. Upwards of a million people are without power, and many who fled the coast might not have homes to come back to. Bethany Augusta rode out the storm in a closet at home in Lake Charles. There was four of us in this closet. We were on top of each other, just holding each other, crying. CBS This Morning's Tony DeCopel is in Lake Charles. Hurricane Laura's fury left its mark on just about every part of Lake Charles. What was it like to pull up this morning? Devastating. I'm just one of thousands of people. The storm's 150 mile an hour winds peeled off the roof and blew out windows. This used to be in the back of the house. And now it's in the front of the house. Around the side he showed us something else now counted among the lost. His trailer ripped to shreds. This is probably not going to be home anymore. And about four miles west of Lake Charles a chemical plant caught fire sending thick black smoke and dangerous fumes into the air. I heard noises in that house that wasn't supposed to happen. Brandon Jardino rode out the storm at home and came just a few inches from losing it all. Top of that tree hit that gutter right there, and it was right here when we woke up. So the difference between a little teeny dent and a house split in two is just that much. Instead of having to move out on Thursday, we found him cleaning up. One of those killed in the storm was 14-year-old Cynthia Miller. She died when a tree hit the family home in Leesville, Louisiana. Her sister Nellie tells CBS News. It was dark. It was terrifying. There was rain, wind everywhere. It sounded huge. We went right out the storm in our parents' room. Everyone was sitting in there, and then the, the tree, it came down. So I walked to try and find Cindy because she wasn't talking, and... Uh, I tried to wake her up, and she wouldn't wake up. She She says her sister was an aspiring microbiologist who was reading by flashlight during the storm. Well, now to Washington and the final night of the Republican National Convention. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. On the South Lawn, with a display of American flags and the White House in the background, President Trump was introduced by his daughter, Ivanka. The 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Mr. Trump accepted the nomination, then went into full-fledged attack mode, going after Joe Biden. He is the destroyer of America's jobs, and if given the chance, he will be the destroyer 
of American greatness. At various times during his 70-minute speech, Mr. Trump said or suggested that Biden and the Democrats support anarchists, looters, and want to turn the U.S. into a socialist nation. This election will decide whether we save the American dream or whether we allow a socialist agenda to demolish our cherished destiny. Not everything dealt with his November opponent. The president painted an optimistic picture of the battle with COVID-19. We'll produce a vaccine before the end of the year, or maybe even sooner. When it was over, a massive fireworks display near the Washington Monument. The election is in 67 days. There was a demonstration outside the White House last night during the president's speech. Protesters trying to use music and fireworks to disrupt it. There is a march in Washington today to commemorate the 1963 March on Washington and Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. It was a peaceful night for protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Extradition efforts begin in Illinois today with a 17-year-old held in the fatal shooting of two protesters in Kenosha this week. For the second straight night, NBA action was postponed as the walkout for racial justice continued, but league playoff action is expected to resume this afternoon. Six Major League Baseball games were postponed, including the Mets and Marlins. SNY broadcaster Gary Cohen says the Mets were ready to face the first batter when both teams went on the field and removed their caps. After a moment of silence that lasted 42 seconds, the day before we celebrate Jackie Robinson Day, the Mets are exiting the field and a Black Lives Matter shirt left on top of home plate. More than 50,000 people were allowed to return to their homes last night in Northern California as crews made progress on destructive wildfires. This woman, though, had little to come back to in her Vacaville neighborhood. I lost 95% of my belongings, all of my son's baby pictures. Officials are working on plans to get people back in other evacuated areas. A fire near Grand Junction is now the largest in Colorado history. It's burned more than 217 square miles. Well, in Washington, the White House and House Democrats are still far apart on a new coronavirus stimulus package. House Speaker Pelosi had a phone call with Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. We need a flood of money for this. We have a pandemic, and they're coming in with an eyedropper. House Democrats want a $2 trillion bill. The Trump administration wants something closer to $1 trillion. Overseas, Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe says he will step down. It's because of a colitis flare-up that's needed medical attention over the past few weeks. Abe is the country's longest-serving prime minister. He took over in 2006. Well, here at home, the U.S. Marshals Service says it rescued 26 children, found 13 missing kids, and arrested nine people in Georgia on sex trafficking charges. It was a two-week operation in the Atlanta and Macon areas. Now to Bowling Green, Florida, where 56-year-old Robert Dubois walked out of prison after serving 37 years for rape and murder, just hours after new evidence proved his innocence. I think the main thing it taught me was a lot of patience, and I knew by what they did to me, they taught me a lesson about don't judge others. His conviction centered on an apparent bite mark and testimony from a jailhouse informant. DNA evidence exonerated him. It seems social distancing has not stopped people from trying to get together. Love hasn't been canceled in the age of coronavirus. Popular dating sites report spikes in usage, and more people are meeting in person as the pandemic drags on. Some insist on precautions before a face-to-face encounter, while others take no precautions. 
Yua Shu, host of the Dateable podcast, says connections are often deeper now as people bond over feelings of loneliness, helplessness, and loss. Pam Coulter, CBS News. It may be easier to catch a movie for people who arrange a date. After first opening about 100 theaters nationwide, AMC opened 170 additional locations yesterday, part of a phased reopening plan. It's all being carried out in conjunction with local coronavirus rules. That's the CBS World News Roundup, produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.